0: Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about how to kill an unkillable Marvel hero until it just becomes downright boring. Because if you're Deadpool, death is something you pray for. I'm Eric Voss. Here with me today is Tommy Bechtold. Hey, man. Hey, he's not the only one praying for death, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare pray for it. I'm going to be praying against death for you so that it counteracts your vote.
1: In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you.
0: Putting crystals out all over to ward off (laughs) death. Praying for death to take a holiday. She's earned it. Yes. Here's the deal. We've gotten confirmation that Deadpool 3 is headed the MCU with Ryan Reynolds and a script is in the works from the Molyneux sisters. And when we last saw Deadpool in Deadpool 2 all the way back in 2018, the film featured a memorable suicide montage, even a near-death experience that ended as a kind of Logan parody yes. uh, that was then followed by a share-scored time travel <laughs> montage. Oh god, we got to rewatch that movie. Yes. But now Wade Wilson is crossing over into a cinematic universe that takes death very, very seriously. Yeah, I'd say. So what is our big question this
1: week? Yeah, Eric, well, with these new settings and surroundings, I need to know, is Deadpool immortal? And if not... How do you kill him? (laughs) I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to
0: music in the late 90s. Yeah, a great, great question. Wade Wilson became Deadpool when his Weapon X experimentation that was trying to rid him of cancer, at least that's what they told him, they were trying to cure his cancer. Mm. It ended up resulting in rapid Wolverine style regeneration powers and he can regrow limbs. Mm. He can even reattach his head if it is close to his neck. But (laughs) uh, according to comics canon, if his head is detached from his body for 12 minutes, oh. his brain will run out of oxygen and he will die. Whoa. That's something Wolverine said. If Wolverine says that's how regeneration works, then you know it's right. Because that guy yep. knows his way around the block. That's there. right. Does it hurt? right up Main Street! So, short answer, yes. Deadpool can die. He can actually die in all kinds of ways. (laughs) He is really just a slightly more durable than average human being. So any way that you can kill a durable human, you can kill Deadpool. Just to give some fun examples that we know from the comics. Punisher, Frank Castle, shot Deadpool right in the head. (laughs) He also crushed his skull. We saw Deadpool briefly go to heaven there. He was uh, riding a unicorn in the rainbow. It was like, heaven's great! That's nice. And then ripped back down. (laughs) Whoops, (laughs) you weren't meant to see that. Carnage uh, tore through Deadpool's midsection. It caused him to bleed out. Deadpool's arteries have been ripped out uh, of his body. He has been burned alive. He has been shot through the brain several times. And yes, he has been decapitated many, 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 many times. Oh my God. It's kind of fun. I could watch him die all day. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I guess. Oh my god. I can't get past the arteries being ripped out. That to me is Yeah. Ooh. What does that mean? Is yeah. it
0: like when you hold the weird veins out of a stalk of celery and oh. you just feel like like little doing a sweater string.
1: Like a sweater string a little bit
0: and a little bit and a little bit of a sudden, you of a sudden you of a "Oh than it's way more we I thought." Also, we've seen a bit of a bit of a we bit of him we or seen him to or version close to his version of death in all of yes. of horrible ways. Yeah. of horrible ways. there of a montage where he a montage where drinking Drano and then dived (laughs) off the tall building. It opened with him blowing himself up into pieces. He threw himself into a polar bear pit. As uh, you do, Blood sprayed everywhere. Well, here is the problem, Mm. Tommy. Or I guess you could say here's a benefit because Deadpool doesn't stay dead after you kill Mm. him. So, Mm. yes, uh, we kind of pulled a little, you know, semantics trick on you there. He Mm. can die and he does briefly go to the afterlife, but he always comes back. Mm. so does that make him immortal well i don't know it depends how you look at immortality does it mean that you can't die you can't leave this plane or does that mean that you don't fully stay in that next plane why does this work deadpool's kind of caught in this in-between stage between mortality and immortality Mm. he has a kind of glitch when it comes to transitioning to the afterlife and that comes from deadpool's weird relationship with death and with Thanos. Ooh,
1: yes. Bring it all back to the big dog.
0: It's all about Thanos. See, here's the deal. In the Marvel comics, death isn't just this thing. It's a cosmic entity. It's a female being, mm. and Thanos is in love with her. <laughs> uh, Clearly. Actually, in the Infinity Gauntlet comic storyline that the Infinity War endgame game event was based on, mm. the reason Thanos snaps half of all life from existence is in order to try to woo Lady Death.
1: Yeah, I've done some crazy things to get the attention of a woman. I mean, Eric, I mean I've never wiped out half of all life in the universe, but uh you know, I've sang a few songs at karaoke which dusted away half the room that's it made it it made the entire bar disappear
0: (laughs) you know tommy i bet you'd be real fun to watch do karaoke i'm always the kind of guy who goes up after the really fun guy to do karaoke and be like yeah crowd is warm yeah and then i pick a song that's really awkward to sing karaoke to tequila Uh, and i was like oh why did i just pick billy jean what a weird song and they're like bring Tommy back and I was like no he's gone he's in the bathroom he's at home
1: washing his tights that's the second time I've used that in a new Rockstars video we have to cut that out uh-
0: where were we oh yes the uh, Infinity War movie changed Thanos' motivation they they kind of removed Lady Death as an entity at least so far in the universe they based Thanos' drive more on I guess population control a form of eco-terrorism we mm-hmm. could call it however now that Deadpool is entering this picture I'm sure He's gonna have lots of jokes First off How Thanos is Very similar looking To his old buddy Cable Mm -hmm. Know that's gonna come up But From his point of view He also has the opportunity To bring in Lady Death as a character And put himself In a love triangle with himself, Lady Death, and Thanos. Ooh. And that can be Deadpool's interpretation of the Infinity War conflict, even if Thanos wouldn't even acknowledge that. Imagine Deadpool just saying, look, Thanos, we know that you really did this because you're trying to win her over. And Thanos is like, "That's no, not know why he did it. He's like, oh yeah, you really have a crush on her. I know you did, she's hot.
1: <laughs> so this, Deadpool is playing the role of like the annoying uncle at Thanksgiving that's like trying to be
0: like, he's his teenage nephew. But also try to hook up with his girlfriend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like Friend. my uncle's.
0: No, Uncle Tommy, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second, wait a second. (laughs) Well, if you ain't getting her, I'm going to take her. (laughs) I used to be a dancer. And the reason I bring this up is that is essentially how it works in the comics. Mm. It's not like Deadpool's participation in this love triangle was always part of the narrative. Deadpool was a total party crasher. In the same way that he was a party crasher in the comics, he could be a party crasher to the MCU Mm -hmm. and say, no, look, this is how I see things. And that's exactly how the MCU should and probably will bring him into it. He's going to be a meta, breaking the fourth wall kind of guy. You think the studio would throw us a bone? One that doesn't end up in my mouth. (laughs) Who reframes the narrative in his own jokey, satirical way. But in the comics that we're talking about, Deadpool totally falls in love with Lady Death. He considers her his girlfriend, and she is kind of into him as well. (laughs) And this pisses off thanos
1: understandably i mean if, if you're the bad boy in the entire cinematic universe and then someone comes in and out bad boys you're like that would be that wouldn't rage anyone
0: and it uh pisses off thanos so much that he curses deadpool in a specific <laughs> way so that he cannot get anywhere near death huh. thus creating this kind of cosmic loophole in which deadpool cannot ever fully die
1: oh. so
0: essentially deadpool's immortality comes from a sort of metaphorical restraining order.
1: <laughs> You've been served. Oh, your are
0: jerk. However, we should say in a later comic, I think it was 2015, Thanos closed that specific loophole. Hmm. He was beating the shit out of Deadpool and he was monologuing specifically about that past choice to restrict him from death and ah. to give him eternal life and that now he officially gives him back the gift of death. But then that comic continues on so that he kind of brings back Deadpool with cosmic science and necromancy. Uh, but either way, the current curse is officially undone Mm. so where does that leave us when it comes to deadpool's immortality well i i'm sure many of you have commented in the comics that pretty much all comic book characters are at least narratively immortal no one stays dead yes. everyone comes back with the exception of the ones who like inspire the hero's origin story so like thomas and martha wayne uncle mm-hmm. ben you know, mm-hmm. say everyone can die in comics but uncle ben stays dead right bucky bucky for a while was considered a permanently dead character mm-hmm. until marvel comics brought him back and then of course in the mc they brought him back as well right marvell the predecessor of captain marvel mm-hmm. in the comics Marvel was a kree warrior who died to become captain marvel and then the later comics in 2011 rebooted that so, was carol danvers either Mm -hmm. way the predecessor has to die so that the successor can take over right however deadpool i think carries a special distinction both the version of the comics and the ryan reynolds version of the films he has this situation where his function to his world is completely divorced from the stakes of life and death Mm. that govern everyone else
1: wow enjoy hell Swap mouth
0: deadpool isn't really a living breathing human character even though we do relate with him he does have moments that can make you tear up mm-hmm. but he is a meta cartoon that is designed chiefly to comment and satirize his universe yeah so that ultra violence that we see his body enduring is all part of that parody it is an element of his character that he must die he is like Wiley e. coyote He's going to die again and again and again. And John Tucker. He must die. Where are my big Tucker heads here? (laughs) Racist trees. Oh, Oh, we don't want those Tucker heads. Get those Tucker heads out of here. We've done stories about UFOs. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's true. (laughs) I call them pity tucks. The whole point of his repeated deaths Mm -hmm. and extreme injuries is so that the reader and the viewer is desensitized to those deaths so that we can just get past that Ah. part of it and instead appreciate whatever else he's trying to accomplish. Accomplish. His repeated death is, in a way, a kind of commentary on how, in comics over the decades, characters die all the time and are just brought back. Hump back, bitches! Yeah. Deadpool is the living embodiment of that commentary on how goofy and ridiculous that is. So when it comes to how we're going to see him in the MCU, I expect the MCU at first to maintain the immortality curse. Can be done in a couple different ways. Maybe they can just use Infinity Stone logic Mm. because that tends to be how they just justify all kinds of things.
1: Where's my eyebrow? Where's my, my oh god
0: damn! Yeah. It's a stone. We know that the Infinity War screenwriters wanted to bring in the cosmic universal judge, the Living Tribunal. There was going to be a trial where Doctor Strange dragged Thanos in front of the Living Tribunal, and the Living Tribunal judged him guilty during their whole wizard duel. That ended up not being the case. There is a staff of the Living Tribunal in the Doctor Strange artifacts collection, but it's a there's enough there to say the Living Tribunal, that judge exists somewhere in the cosmos. Maybe Deadpool as result of all of his crimes, gets some kind of a plea... Deal with the Living Tribunal where he has to exist in this new universe, but he (laughs) can only die a certain number of times or something like that. Sure, like a video game. Give him five, Mario style. (laughs) The simplest way is to just go the same route as it is in the comics. Make Death, Lady Death, a corporeal or at least existing personified goddess in this Hmm. universe. And while it seems a little crazy to go there right now, Deadpool is himself crazy enough to where if you just put him in that conversation and then plop him into the MCU, we're going to go along with it. Now, there were some theories that Meredith Quill, that was Peter Quill's mother, could be Lady Death, that that Mm. might be the big Easter egg that James Gunn was hiding in Guardians of the Galaxy. That would pose some hilarious spats between Star-Lord and Deadpool. (laughs) Just imagine Chris Pratt and Ryan Reynolds screaming at each other.
1: Super penis.
0: But for now, at least, James Gunn has... Uh, i think shot down the exact terms of that meredith quill lady death theory however he has also hinted at that we have gotten very very close with our various interpretations of meredith quill there is something to meredith quill and Mm. it might not be lady death it might not be eternity it might not be the other figures that we've talked about but there is some secret with her that james Mm. Gunn is is brewing reveal your secrets So as we wait to find out exactly how Deadpool will fit in the MCU and how unkillable he will be, I will just say that all the pieces are in place to justify it as closely to the Marvel comics without weirding us out too much, but delivering a ton of laughs along the way. So in conclusion, Deadpool is immortal, but not unkillable. Okay. And that might change when he enters the MCU. Ah. Well, that makes I can kind of
1: wrap my brain around that. He's immortal, but he's not unkillable, so he can have a lot of fun in between spats of immortality.
0: I'm touching myself tonight, and that's what makes him fun. That's why we love him. All right, uh, let's uh, thank some friends who helped us make this episode. Starting with our friends at ExpressVPN. So earlier this year, more than one hundred high-profile Twitter users got their accounts hacked we're talking passwords email address phone numbers and more we're all taken from people like joe biden elon musk kanye west those kinds of attacks are gonna get more frequent and severe it's a brave new world that we live in and unfortunately it's not just twitter uh, facebook ebay uber all of these things have leaked the credit card info of billions of users look if someone can hack elon musk imagine how easy it is to hack you that is why we use expressvpn to safeguard our personal data online. According to recent reports, hackers can make up to $1,000 from selling someone's personal information on the dark web, making people like me and you lucrative targets. ExpressVPN is an app that funnels your data through secure cryptid tunnel. No matter what device you use, you can have peace of mind every time you use the internet. The app connects with just one click. It is lightning fast. And the best part is ExpressVPN works on up to five devices simultaneously so you and your whole family can stay protected. If a breach can happen to power individuals it can easily happen to you so protect yourself with expressvpn the vpn rated number one by cnet and wired and if you visit expressvpn.com slash big q right now you can arm yourself with an extra three months of expressvpn for free that is e-x-p-r-e-s-s-vpn.com big q visit expressvpn.com bigq big q to learn more we also want to thank our friends at doordash for helping us make this episode deadpool might have unlimited time but you do not save time. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you are craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, you choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the US, in Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia, you can choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle or Wendy's and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are Still open for delivery, just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep the communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code. Big question. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter the code big question. Don't forget, let's go to big question for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, now comes the time for a bite-sized question that Tommy and I are going to try to chow down on. I don't know why I said it that way. I feel weird. I was all for it. Okay, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to lean into that. Yeah. Andy Banani, NRPI, <laughs> yeah. a good friend of ours on Discord, asks... Is it possible to break a lightsaber blade <laughs> in half?
1: So glad you asked, Danny Badani. Let's talk about when a lightsaber hilt is damaged. The blade shuts off and stops working. We saw this when Obi-Wan sliced off Maul's saber and Phantom menace, of course, or when yeah. Anakin's lightsaber was damaged by the Genosis machinery. In The Last Jedi, Kylo and Rey both tried to force-pull Luke's lightsaber in opposite directions, causing it to split in a flash of light. The lightsaber was broken, and Rey... Later repaired it like a true crafty latchkey kid with too much time and no parental supervision. And a lot of duct tape. However, in this case, I think we can assume that the question is asking if the lightsaber blade can be split vertically or down the shaft of the laser blade, like slicing a hot dog the long way, creating two delicious hot dogs. No, two droopy, thinner lightsaber noodles. Two loodles, as I call them. In order to answer this, we have to look under the hood of the engineering of a lightsaber, something we actually do know quite a bit about. A lightsaber hilt houses a crystal chamber which contains kyber crystals. These power the lightsabers, given its color, and are unique to the Jedi or Sith who built the saber. Energy from these crystals is hard Harness via a generator, converting it to plasma. Closer to the tip of the hilt is a magnetic field emitter. This releases a magnetic field that contains the flow of energy from the crystals, which takes the form of a tightly looped arc of plasma. The plasma passes through the magnetic stabilizing ring. This is what
0: actually shapes the blade and holds the plasma in place. Okay, so when we, when the lightsaber is emitted, that sound that it makes is actually plasma spewing out of the tip of this thing, That's right. but it is held in place by this uh, magnetic That's field. right, magnetic field emitter uh-huh. baby you gotta have them i got one on my chevy
1: cruise another <laughs> lightsaber or beskar weapon could not split the magnetic field itself they repel a lightsaber blade just by counteracting that magnetic field it's not like one uh-huh. jousting pole splintering another jousting pole you know you're just gonna it's not like two yeah. hot dogs hitting each other and oh, what away. am i doing <laughs>
0: this is terrible what i'm doing <laughs> Don't... it's
1: not like this blur not. that out it's not like this <laughs> but it's a lot of fun uh okay however if you were to damage however if you were to damage the, however, to ma- damage the magnetic stabilizing ramp. that would rupture the control of the shape of the energy emission. The magnetic field would be removed, but the plasma would still stream out, blasting extreme heat in all directions, melting the lightsaber handle itself and destroying the crystal chamber and generator until the process stops. It is incredible. That we have this much scientific information on a fictional weapon—it's
0: really scary. People build their own lightsabers, right?
1: Hacksmith on YouTube—you can see they they built one and put it through like some metal. It was crazy.
0: The only thing keeping us from destroying ourselves are the existence of kyber crystals. If they exist in the real world, people would be yep ready to go. Final piece. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, they'd be
1: like instead of like backyard wrestling injuries, it'd be people that were just sawed in half during like amateur lightsaber exhibitions. So to answer the question, no, you cannot. Cleanly split a lightsaber in half, but you can bust one up so bad that everyone in the room burns alive. So, yeah, win win. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? What you're hitting is like a beam of plasma that's right. held in place by a magnet. You can't split that beam in half. Mm-hmm. You can just like break it so that it all spills everywhere. Right. But it's not like the old uh, way. I assume they are asking, right? Like if you're split it in half, that's that's where it goes. It, it can't do that. You can't. Yeah. It's hard to do that even with metal swords. Right. Which is good because otherwise it would just be uh, Fantasia brooms all over the place, and that's then right. uh, people just keep splitting lightsabers in half, and oh, you'd have too many lightsabers. Oh, Another, another uh, everyone is dying <laughs>
1: Whoa And then there's me in my Mickey
0: robes Just conducting Stop conducting Tommy I can't help it It's the artist in me It's catching Alright uh, we have time for one final box oh, Scraps oh, question scraps. Staying on the theme of Deadpool's immortality yes. Have you ever had a near death experience That made you realize that you weren't immortal I
1: have Uh, And it happened Uh to me when I was like 14 years old, which I think is the age when you are almost the most immortal in your mind. I used to get really bad strep throat and like throat infections. So the doctor was like, you got to get your tonsils out so i was like yeah sure okay my mom said we should do this so they were like you know it's very safe there's like a literal chance that it won't heal because what they do is they just snip them out and then they let them kind of heal they don't stitch them automatically it's a pain in the neck to do that so they're mm-hmm. like we'll take them out and then if you have any problems you know we can come in and stitch them up later but it should be fine totally fine so they take them out and that goes fine you know obviously i wake up groggy with a sore throat for a couple of days so i'm home recovering i should say the next Two minutes of this story are going to get very gross.
0: Did I get any in my
1: mouth? You're squeamish. Let's fast forward to this. Thank you for the warning. (laughs) So I get up one morning and I have kind of what it feels like just like a lump in my throat. So I go to the bathroom and I cough up like what I just thought was like some some phlegm. And I proceed to do that like five or six more times throughout the, the morning. Just these, like, getting these, just like, it's like, I thought I was, like, congested. So finally, at, like, two in the afternoon, I go in and cough up another, what I thought was a flim ball and just exorcist projectile vomit blood all over <gasps> the mirror. Uh, what I had been coughing up were blood clots from Ooh. the where the thing in my throat was supposed to be healing, and I was just hemorrhaging blood. Uh so, oh my God, I Tommy, called my, mo- called my mom in, and I was very scared. And we went to the emergency room, and they were like, "Yeah, go ahead and get in line." And I just, at the time where they were just gonna like cast me aside in the emergency room, I just happened to like throw up again into a towel, and they were like, "Okay, get him into, <laughs> get him into a room." Oh my so, God. So, so, so what had happened is the uh, artery had ruptured in the back of my throat, and the doctor came in, and he had to. Stick a biggest syringe I've ever seen in my life in the back to just paralyze the artery so it would stop bleeding so they could then figure out what to do. Now, I'm 14 and have like zero idea of like, I just think I'm like, I'm like, this is unfortunate. But at no point am I scared until I look at my mom, who is just like, I've never seen more terrified in my life. And she just looks at me and goes, just don't die. You can have whatever you want. And in my 14-year-old wisdom, I said... I want to be able to watch
0: Monday Night Raw.
1: And that's the bottom line, because Stone go said so. Um.
0: <laughs> You're like Brendan Dassey. Like, can right. I get out and time for WrestleMania? Which
1: was like, I mean, I could have been like a Mustang in two years when I could drive, but I was like, no more harassing me when I want to watch The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the uh, ultimately science did its job, and the the army was paralyzed, and they went in, stitched it up. And I spent the next like year and a half of my life thinking it was gonna happen again. Like I constantly would have like phantom oh things God. in my throat, being like, "Oh, it's gonna rupture again," and it never did. Uh, yet yeah, knock on wood. But yeah, that was my uh, that was my <laughs> near death experience. <laughs> the aftermath was I, I couldn't stand up for a couple of weeks. So I lost so much blood. They said because I was so young, they didn't have to give me a transfusion because I could. I could make the blood back. It took a long time, so I was, like, bedridden for, like, a month.
0: <laughs> oh, my so, God.
1: So that made me understand that human beings are fragile.
0: Wow, Tommy, yeah. I, I should have gone first. Yours is insane. <laughs> that, that's like a, a Sam Raimi horror freak show moment yeah. there. Oh, it was so visceral. Good. <laughs> I would be terrified. A oh, 14 yeah. years old, hemorrhaging blood all over the mirror. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay, uh, my mine wasn't anywhere near as close to death as yours is. It was just like the first time I had that switch from being like, I'm going to live forever! And then like, oh, I'm a bro- broken baby. <laughs> um, uh, I was 13 years old, mm-hmm. and I did karate as a kid. Oh, yeah. Tell me, I don't know if you knew this, I am technically a black belt <laughs> in an offshoot of uh, Taekwondo called Sudo. It's like a... It's another huh? Korean kind of aerobic martial art that's Oh my god, I did not know game. that. That's awesome. I am, but anyone can destroy me if I face <laughs> them in battle. I have not been practicing it. I was I was not good it's at like it It's like riding then. a
1: bike. You'll get it back. Yeah. There was
0: like two and a half years where I was extremely disciplined in this, and yeah. this is where it all came to an end. Oh god. So um, my brother, who's seven years older than me, we would wrestle a lot, and mm. I started to feel like I picked up some moves. We both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. I knew how to sweep the leg. Yeah. I could take him out. I, I could <laughs> stay. <laughs> end up with him but he was like twice my body weight he was working mm. out a lot in college he mm. was in he was in good shape to take me down and he was trying to watch march madness on tv sure and he was he was about to go back to school he was home with us that weekend he was about to drive back to college he was just trying to watch uh fsu play in the march madness game and i go oh matt are you watching this game of this game and i stood in front of the tv and i just started to shake my butt and i'm like oh am i in your way it was probably like you know 12 seconds left on the clock of course i really timed it and i was like oh i'm sorry are you trying to watch this and he's like eric if you don't get out of the way of the tv i'm gonna drop you and i'm like i'd like to see you try yeah it was thought I could take him. I so said, come down here and see what happens if you try to hit me. And he's like, okay. Uh, and he started to stand up and I had like a big glass of milk. And I'm like, no, 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 man, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to smell my milk. And then I, I kind of just wanted to wrestle with him before he went back. And then he totally dropped me. And I fell in a specific way oh. that I landed on the ground. My shoulder and my head hit the ground at the same time, <sighs> popping. My clavicle. Oh, I broke my God. collarbone. Oh, no. Mm, one of the most painful bones you can break. <laughs> oh,
1: God, no. Ooh, oh, yeah, I'd awesome.
0: never broken a bone before. Yeah, and that's a tough one to be like your hell. first
1: break. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Ooh. And I laid on the ground screaming. My brother was freaked out like, I killed yeah, him. what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? And I was like, you killed me, Matt. You killed me. You ruined my life. I will have
1: my revenge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I was supposed to test for whatever the next belt was that weekend. Oh no, I didn't. I missed the test. So I was out and I had to go to school. When you break your collarbone, I don't know if they have a a better sling now, but you have to wear the weirdest looking sling Oh yeah! to where there's like a strap that goes up here. There's a strap that goes around there. There's like another strap. You look like you're in half a straight jacket. I
1: don't think that that, that has improved i think that that it's like a, almost like a cape weirdly
0: isn't it oh sure yeah there's like a weird yeah, yeah it's a it's bit insane. of a and, of the
1: opera effect <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> but they give you that and uh they they do it because the clavicle's so weird the way mm. it's positioned and you have to have like downward pressure mm. to make sure the bone heals correctly i went from being such like a little badass that was completely undeserved to feeling like no one touched me People need to help me carry my textbooks And I almost got Addicted to Vicodin Oh god Whoa. Whoa. Second twist I, I forgot that this is part of the story. Oh, my God. So I, they they prescribed me, you know, because you, you can get over-the-counter Motrin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could still get over-the-counter Motrin. That mm-hmm. stuff's powerful enough. Oh, I, yeah. They gave me a bit of Vicodin because you would wake up in the middle of the night and when your body shifts in tremendous pain, so, like, just pop a Vicodin. So I would wake up at 3 in the morning screaming, and ah! <sighs> would, like, reach for the Vicodin, and then, like, pop, a, pop in a couple pills. And then I ran out of the bottle, and I was like, Mother, I need... Need to refill this prescription. She doesn't work. I'm not gonna get more of this stuff. This is Vicodin. You're 13 years old, and I was like, "But I need it!" <laughs> I got so violently enraged, and I was like, I would wake up now. I'm like, the Motrin isn't strong enough. I would scream at night because that Vicodin, man, that yeah. out like a light. Oh when yeah. that stuff it does the it's, trick. It's too a powerful. Why love it. And ever since then, I finished out whatever the next belt was, and then I I stopped doing karate from there forward, and I have never been in a fist fight, even counting the moment. Out out of my wimpy rage, I, I swung at Philip one time on a road trip. Uh, that was <laughs> different. And then I'm you. did not say you got
1: this i've wanted to swing at philip before don't worry about it yeah
0: well it's only on road trips he likes to pester you while you're driving and then you're not even in control of yourself you just turn into a monster
1: i'm gonna get a text from philip when did you want to swing at me (laughs) never father never it was a joke i was just trying to fit in eric one thing i one thing your story tells me is that you are ready for your narrative arc on the fourth season of cobra kai when you come in and redeem yourself
0: and then immediately break my collarbone again. Eric
1: Voss was the hottest martial artist in Florida until a clavicle took him down. And now he's back <laughs> to take on the
0: Cobra Kai. Oh, that's going to be me. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. that's me. Cast yes. me and Cobra Kai. That'd be great. Yes. Well, none of us are immortal and neither is this show because that is <sighs> it for this episode of The Big Question. What a fun time this has been. I learned so much about you, Tommy, from yeah, that too story. too much. <laughs> my heart goes out for you as a, as you. a younger man. Well, thank
1: God we all recovered, eh? Your clavicle's fine. My throat is golden. I never got any complaints about my throat. Trust me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, Tommy, it has been fun uh, joining you this episode. oh shit Ugh, follow, follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtel follow me at EA Voss uh, be sure to follow New Rockstars on socials you can send us your big questions using the hashtag big question you can also subscribe to this podcast feed wherever you get your podcast leave us a nice rating or review if you don't mind subscribe to New Rockstars here on YouTube get that notification bell and uh, we will see you next time stay safe Goodbye. everyone yes <laughs>